Welcome to Ms. Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, a show about all things poetry. I'm your host, Catherine Owen. The Stars by Elliot Weinberger The stars, what are they? They are chunks of ice reflecting the sun. They are lights afloat on the waters beyond the transparent dome. They are nails nailed to the sky. They are holes in the great curtain between us and the sea of light. They are holes in the hard shell that protects us from the inferno beyond. They are the daughters of the sun. They are the messengers of the gods. They are shaped like wheels and are condensations of air with flames roaring through the spaces between the spokes. They sit in little chairs. They are strewn across the sky. They run errands for lovers. They are composed of atoms that fall through the void and entangle with one another. They are the souls of dead babies turned into flowers in the sky. They are birds whose feathers are on fire. They impregnate the mothers of great men. They are shining concentrations of spirit breath made from the residues left over from the creation of the sun and moon. They portend war, death, famine, plague, good and bad harvests, the birth of kings. They regulate the prices of salt and fish. They are the seeds of all the creatures on earth. They are the flock of the moon scattered across the sky like sheep in a meadow, and she leads them to pasture. They are spheres of crystal, and their movement creates a music in the sky. They are fixed, and we are moving. We are fixed, and they are moving. They are the seal hunters who have lost their way. They are the footprints of Vishnu striding across the sky. They are the lights of the palaces where the spirits live. They are of different sizes. They are funeral candles, and to dream of them is to dream of death. They are, like all matter, made of four kinds of matter. Protons, neutrons, electrons, neutrinos. They are all the same size, but some are closer to us. They interact through four forces. Gravity, electromagnetism, the strong and weak nuclear forces. They are the only gods, and the sun is the chief among them. They are the ostrich hunters out all night, and at dawn they huddle near the sun to get warm, which is why you cannot see them. Dew and frost fall from the stars. Winds, warm and cold, come from the stars. Stars fall from heaven into a maiden's lap. They are the embers of the fire of creation. They never change. They are the white tents where the star people live. They are the countless eyes of Varuna, who rides across the sky on Makara, who is half bird and half crocodile, or half antelope and half fish. They are in a state of constant flux. Sacrifices must be made to bring them to rain. They are the never vanquishing in the form of swallows feeding on the fruit of the tree of immortality that grows on the island of the lake of the green falcon. They glisten, twinkle, sparkle, flash. They are delightful. They are portents of evil. They are the eyes of Thiasse flung into the sky by Thor. They are the white ants in the anthill built around the motionless Durva who meditates for eternity deep in the forest. They are a kind of celestial cheese churned into light. They are. They simply are. The stars are in an enormous garden, and if we do not live long enough to witness their germination, blooming, foliage, fecundity, fading, withering, and corruption, there are so many specimens that every stage is before our view. We and all the stars we see are just one atom in an infinite ensemble, a cosmic archipelago, The sky is like a millstone turning, with the stars like ants walking on it in the opposite direction. The sky is like the canopy of a carriage, with the stars strung like beads across it. 
the sky is a solid orb and the stars a perpetual illumination of the volcanoes upon it. The sky is solid lapis lazuli flecked with pyrite, which are the stars. Each star has a name and a secret name. The only word we hear from them is their light. Men will never compass in their conceptions the whole of the stars. Under a starry sky on a clear night, the hidden power of knowing speaks a language with no name. Goodness and love flow down from them. If we were not located in a galaxy, we would see no stars at all. If gravity were not so weak, the stars would be smaller, and if the stars were smaller, they wouldn't burn for very long, and if they didn't burn for very long, we wouldn't be here. They have no chance or random element, no erratic or pointless movement. Evil and misfortune flow down from them. Their existence is improbable. Their infinitude propels us to count them. Their wondrous regularity is beyond belief and proof of the divine intelligence that resides within them. The eternal silence of those infinite spaces is frightening. The more the universe seems comprehensible, the more it also seems pointless. All stars move and shine in order to be most fully what they are. Light gives light because it is nature. Acquaintance with the stars is essential to an understanding of the poets. If the stars did not radiate light, they would explode. Souls after death inhabit the stars. The blaze of a new star might therefore indicate that the soul of a great man or woman had reached its destination. Disaster connotes astrally unfortunate. The only explanation why there are so many stars we cannot see is that the Lord created them for other creatures further out to admire at a nearer distance. We are the center of the material universe, but at the perimeter of the spiritual universe, and we are doomed to watch the spectacle of the celestial dance from afar. Unlike the other animals, man was made to stand erect so that he could gaze at the stars. King Arthur is up there, waiting for his return to rule England again. Cuyer is there, the brilliant scholar born with a hideous face. Up there is the manger, the mist, the little cloud, the beehive. Look! The Tower of Babel and the Felicity of Tents. Up there are highway robbers and doves bringing ambrosia to the gods and the twin horsemen of the dawn. Up there, the daughter of the wind mourning for her husband lost at sea. The strong river is there and the palace of the five emperors, the kennel of the barking dogs, the straw road, the bird's way, the snake river of sparkling dust. Up there are the nymphs who mourn their brother Hayas killed by a wild boar and those whose tears are shooting stars. There are the seven Portuguese towers, the boiling sea, the place where one bows down. Look, the ostriches leaving and the ostriches returning, and the two ostriches who are friends. Cassiopeia, queen of Ethiopia, who thought she was more beautiful than the Nereids, is there. And her hapless daughter Andromeda and Perseus, who rescued her with the head of Medusa swinging from his belt. And the monster Cetus he slew, and the winged horse Pegasus he rode. There is the bull who plows the furrow of heaven. Up there is the hand stained with henna, the lake of fullness, the empty bridge, the Egyptian X. And once there was a girl who married a bear, and her father and brothers were so horrified they killed the bear. And then she herself turned into a bear and killed her parents and chased her brothers over the mountains and through the streams and cornered them in a tree until the youngest aimed his magic bow high. And each brother held onto an arrow and was shot into the sky and turned into a star up there. Up there. Up there is the butcher's shop, the easy chair, the broken platter, the rotten melon, the light of heaven. Hans, the wagoner who gave Jesus a ride, is there, and the lion who fell from the moon in the form of a meteor. Up there, once a year, ten thousand magpies form a bridge so that the weaving girl can cross the river of light to meet the ox-herding boy. 
There are the braids of Queen Berenice, who sacrificed her hair to assure her husband's safety. Up there is a ship that never reaches safe harbor, and the whisperer, the weeping one, the illuminator of the great city, and look, the general of the wind, the emperor Mu Wang and his charioteer Sao Fu, who went in search of the peaches of the western paradise were there, the beautiful Callisto, doomed by Juno's jealousy, and the goddess Marici, who drives her chariot led by wild boars through the sky. There are the sea goat, the Danish elephant, the long blue cloud-eating shark, and the white bone snake. Up there is Theodosius turned into a star, and the head of John the Baptist turned into a star, and Lee Poe's breath, a star his poems make brighter. There are the two gates, one through which the souls descend when they are ready to enter human bodies, and the other through which they rise at death. There a puma springs on its prey, and a yellow dragon climbs the steps of heaven. Up there is the literary woman, the frigid maiden, the moist daughters, and the head of the woman in chains. There is the thirsty camel, the camel striving to get to pasture, and the camel pasturing freely. There the crown of thorns, or the crown that Bacchus gave Ariadne as a wedding gift. Look, the horse's navel, the lion's liver, the balls of the bear. There is Roni, the red deer, so beautiful that the moon, though he had twenty-seven wives, loved her alone. Up there, the announcer of invasion on the border, the child of the waters, the piles of bricks, the exaltation of piled-up corpses, the excessively minute, the dry lake, the sacks of coals, the three guardians of the air apparent, the tower of wonders, the overturned chair. Up there is a cloud of dust kicked up by a buffalo, and the steamy breath of the elephant that lies in the waters that surround the earth, and the muddy water churned by a turtle swimming across the sky. Up there is the broken circle that is a chip dish or a boomerang or the opening of the cave where the great bear sleeps. Up there, the two donkeys whose brain made such a racket they frightened away the giants and were rewarded with a place in the sky. There is the star of a thousand colors, the hand of justice, the plain and even way. There is the double-double. There the roadside inn. There the state umbrella. There the shepherd's hut. There the vulture. Look! The winnowing fan, there the growing small, there the court of God, there the quail's fire, there St. Peter's ship and the star of the sea, there, look, up there, the stars. You've been listening to Miss Lyric's Poetry Outlaws. Stay fierce, word musicians.